welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. Today's topic is one that I just started to speak about publicly a few weeks ago, and that is my corporate America experience. I haven't worked in a corporate office in over a year, so I am ready to spill the beans on what I went through. You might be thinking, Jen, you're an entrepreneur. Why talk about corporate? Why dwell in the past? Many of you have requested this episode, and I want to give the people what they're asking for. I'm here to give you guys some insight into the experiences I went through in corporate and why they shaped me into the coach I am today. I like to keep it transparent with you guys. Things have not always been rainbows and butterflies for me, so I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes look that you don't get to see on Instagram. And three... I know that many people in my audience are still juggling the nine to five with running a business and have likely dealt with similar issues as I did when I worked in corporate. So I want to show you that you're not alone. I promise this episode won't be all doom and gloom. There are so many valuable takeaways from what I talk about today. And again, I feel like a lot of you guys will be able to relate to the different situations that I went through in my corporate experience. Though my experience was less than ideal, I did come out a better person, a better coach, and a better leader. I believe that adversity makes you a stronger person. I'll be sharing three situations I went through in corporate, how I handled them, and what lessons I learned through each. You'll learn exactly why I decided to work for myself and why I haven't looked back since. Disclaimer, before we get into this episode, I have to let you know that I talk about harassment. I went back and forth about sharing this because I don't ever want to upset somebody or trigger someone in that way, but I decided that this is such a crucial part of my story and why I decided to work for myself, so I feel compelled to share this part of my story with you. These experiences are not easy for me to share, and this is truly the most vulnerable I have ever been. Before I spill the tea... I do want to say that I went into corporate America bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I had the intent of staying with that company and working my way up the corporate ladder. I didn't want to leave after a year. I don't think anybody wants to leave their job after a year. I was so incredibly proud of myself when I landed my first corporate job. It was something that I had worked for for years. I had jumped from agency to agency. I had gotten multiple marketing certifications. I had gotten my MBA. I did everything I needed to do to get that job. So when I got it, I was just so excited. I thought I had landed my dream job in December of 2018, but that dream job quickly turned into a nightmare, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay, y'all, let's dive in. Situation number one. We're going to call it the vacation, and this vacation happened in May of 2019. Let me set the scene. 
I had finally saved up enough vacation time and money to head home to Pennsylvania to see my family. I was living in Dallas at the time, so getting home was not easy or very affordable. It was either a 20-plus hour drive or it was a $500 flight. So I didn't get to go home every month. This was the first time I had gone home since Christmas of 2018. I remember stepping off the plane in my hometown of Erie, PA, just to turn on my phone to a dozen missed calls and text messages from my boss at the time about a project they had wanted me to complete while on PTO. So what did I do? I worked for nine hours the first day I was home, the first day I had seen my family in five months, and I did it without a single thank you. When I finished and I let my boss know, I was questioned whether or not I was actually committed to my job, and I was informed that I had put everyone's job at risk because I decided to take PTO instead of working on this project in the office. At this point, I was working nights and weekends to stay on top of my work. To be honest, I was probably a little too committed to my job. It felt awful that a boss would question my commitment to my job and make me feel bad. Here are some lessons that I learned. I want to backtrack and say that this was not the only situation that came up like this. There were probably a handful of situations that came up where they wanted me to take on extra projects, work on the weekends, work at night, stay at work late. This was not the first time. Okay, here are some lessons that I took away from this. It didn't matter how many hours I put in or how much money I made my company. And by the way, I made more money for my corporate job than I did in my own business. It was never going to be enough. I also learned that by looking for approval from others, I was going to be waiting forever. Don't wait for somebody to say, good job, or I'm proud of you. That validation needs to come from within. And here's another takeaway. Because I was never told, you're doing great, sweetie. Words of affirmation are huge for me in my business today. I make sure to tell everybody who works for me how much I love them and appreciate them. I never want someone to question whether or not they're doing a good job. Another lesson I learned was how to handle conflict. This is something that I had never dealt with before working in my corporate job. I had never encountered a boss who wasn't happy with me. So I had to learn how to stand up for myself in a professional way. This event showed me that I was not cut out to work for somebody else. I'm a very independent person and I truly do not work well with a team. I'm a leader, but this trait wasn't something I was able to really embody when I worked in corporate. I love being my own boss more than anything and not having to report to someone. I enjoy being able to take a vacation whenever I want to without having to save up PTO. Okay, situation two. We're going to call situation two the harassment, and this situation first started occurring in June of 2019. A new executive had taken a strong liking to me during the summer. It started off with comments about my age and looks in front of other coworkers and during meetings, and quickly progressed into evading my personal space, trapping me in at my desk so I couldn't move, touching my shoulders, and touching my waist. This is the part of my story that I have the most difficult part talking about. I consider myself to be a very strong, outspoken woman who doesn't let anybody walk all over her or make her feel uncomfortable. But because 
an executive was doing this to me, I felt so, I don't even know the word for it. I guess I felt powerless. I felt like I wasn't in control. It got to the point where I would frequently have anxiety attacks at work. I was stressed and I had lost weight and I had acne. I hate seeing pictures of myself from this point in time. I looked sick. Something was obviously wrong. I remember dealing with this for about a month before calling my mom to let her know. Because honestly, I didn't know if this was quote-unquote normal in corporate. I was very confused. I thought maybe I did something to deserve this. I thought maybe it's the clothes I'm wearing. Maybe it's the way I'm talking. Maybe it's my hair. I don't know. I thought it was my fault. I remember hopping on the phone with her and I just started sobbing after I told her what was going on. Long story short, I scheduled a meeting with HR the next day. I was afraid to come forth with this information because it was an executive who I was dealing with. When I told HR, they had said that this is a big accusation and I really need to think about this before I take any kind of action. I was shocked. I was advised to inform my boss. I also didn't want this happening to other female coworkers. Guess what happened? I wasn't taken seriously. In fact, excuses were made for his behavior. I heard things like, oh, he does this to everybody, so it's fine. Or he's not from the States, so he doesn't know better. Here's the problem with this. One, I watched him around the office. He didn't do this to anybody else. Two, excuses cannot be made for behavior like this. And just a PSA, it's not okay for someone to harass you ever. If somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, that's not okay. Believe it or not, after having conversations with my close friends and family members, this behavior in corporate is common. But just because it's common doesn't mean it's okay. I learned how to stand up for myself. An executive was taking advantage of me. An executive was harassing me. And I wasn't afraid to speak up. I wasn't afraid to tell HR and tell my boss and tell my coworkers. And for that, I am so proud of my past self. Don't stay quiet. If you don't agree with a person or situation, you have to say something. Don't wait around for somebody else to recognize what is happening. If a client is mistreating you, speak up. I've encountered difficult situations with clients, and because I went through harassment in corporate and because I had to stand up for myself, I feel like I handle these situations so much better. I'm not afraid to say what's right. Though the situation was awful, in a twisted way, it's actually made me more outspoken and confident in myself and my abilities. Here's what else I learned from this situation. There's a difference between being a boss and being a leader. The person I answered to in corporate, my superior, he was a boss, not a leader. A leader shows up for their team in both the good and bad times. They are supportive and they stand up for you and not just when it's convenient or comfortable for them. Unfortunately. I didn't see many strong leaders when I worked in corporate. I saw my superiors acting out of fear and they were more worried about their own jobs than protecting their team. You have to treat people who work for you the same way that you want to be treated. You have to treat those people with the utmost respect. All right, y'all. Situation three, last but not least, the reorg. This went down in August of 2019. As most large companies do, we went through a reorganization. It's completely normal. The way that things were running needed to be changed. We needed to be restructured. 
In the process of this reorg, my job responsibilities and the future with the company had changed. Who I reported to also changed. I thought that at some point I would get promoted, I would get more responsibilities, hey, maybe I'd even make more money. But they didn't seem to be the case after this reorg. I saw people who put so much effort into their jobs get walked out the door during this time and were easily replaced. This was a huge reality check for me. I learned that I was replaceable. It didn't matter how much money I made my company or how hard I worked or how nice I was. I was a warm body. I will never treat somebody who works for me like this ever because it's not okay. This was the tipping point for me in corporate. At this point, I had been overworked, underpaid, undervalued, harassed, and now I had no future with the company. It was time to peace out. So I made a change. I decided that I wanted more for myself. I decided that I wasn't going to put up with the situation. I decided what business idea I wanted to run with. I got my LLC and I got to work. Though I didn't have the best corporate experience, I learned so much and I truly know what I am made of. I'm a strong believer in everything happens for a reason and that every lesson is a blessing in disguise. I'm strangely thankful for my time in corporate because without it, I wouldn't be the entrepreneur I am today. If I was happy in corporate, I'd still be working in corporate. I also wouldn't have the knowledge to share with you guys. I wouldn't be making an impact. Because of what I went through, I have such an appreciation for everything I have today. Every client, every Stripe notification, every client win, every DM I get from you guys, it means more to me because I went through. I have such an appreciation for what I have now. I never want someone to feel pity for me because guys, I'm fine. I'm okay. Hours and hours of therapy have helped. Having a close-knit circle of friends and supportive family helped too. I'm doing great. I wanted to share this with you guys, again, not for pity, but I want to show you that there's more to me than what you see on Instagram. Not everything is rainbows and butterflies. Things have not always been easy. I also want to show you that I've gone through things that you guys might have gone through and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And if you ever need somebody to talk to, my DMs are always open. And aside from soft skills, I learned how a corporation is supposed to be structured. I became proficient in different email marketing platforms, in different CRMs. I learned go-to-market strategies for software products. And I had the opportunity to travel and make good friends. I don't regret a single second of my corporate experience. And I truly believe that every marketer or salesperson should spend some time in corporate. It's a different animal than agency life and consulting, but I believe it makes you a better, more well-rounded professional. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me in this week's episode. I know it's not really the norm for me to talk about this information, but again, it needed to be said and you guys were requesting it and I like to give the people what they want. If you guys found anything valuable in this episode, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag me, neat.marketing. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will catch you on next week's episode of Served Neat.